Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Talks with Vern. Thank you guys for tuning in. As you know, Talks with Vern is all about life experiences. We talk about everyday life experiences from childhood, just relationships. And tonight, guess what? I got my guest co-star Cody Cooper in the building. He's coming all the way from Fort Worth, Texas. Um, so let's go ahead and welcome him to the show. I know I'm repping Fort Worth and that's not literally <laughs> yeah. where he's at, but it is what it is. So come on, Cody. Thank you for joining Talks with Vern as my guest co-star this evening. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, Tell thank us you, a little Vern. bit about you. Uh, thank you, Vern, for having me on. Uh, my name is Cody Cooper. I'm a res uh, I reside now in North Richland Hill. She said Fort Worth, but North Richland Hill by way of Shreveport, Louisiana, where I was born and raised. Uh, served a little time in the military. Then after that, went to college and made the move to Dallas and been here for the last 10, almost 10 to 11 years of my life. Yes, good, good, good. So I'm glad that you was able to join with us this evening. Appreciate no that. Appreciate so you tonight, yeah, anytime, anytime. We know we good peeps. Me and Cody go way back a few years now. How long have we been knowing each other? Mm, a good I minute. Know. I know at least for at least five years. At least yeah, at least five years. Been a been a good minute. So I'm glad that you're here. Uh, and guess what? What are we talking about tonight? We are talking about boundaries within relationships boundaries in relationships and so cody when you think about boundaries in relationship what comes to mind with you when we just say boundaries within relationships that is a great question i would say when i initially think of boundaries in a relationship i guess i, I think of the two i think of the two people having an understanding of what lines to uh lines to cross and lines not to cross and Let's be more detailed about lines. There's somewhat uh, we lines could be considered as respect, uh, something that you might just feel like uh, not being disrespected or not being taken advantage of. So a lot of people sell boundaries like that, like the laws are the boundaries. We have law, so you have boundaries. You know, you don't supposed to do over sixty. So in relationships, you got to have boundaries as well, like things that uh, right. will keep the relationship functioning to make sure that you don't get either side gets disrespected or or out of pocket, as some people like to say. Right. Absolutely. So, and I agree with you because we definitely need boundaries within relationships. And a lot of times people don't necessarily vocalize what those boundaries are. We just think, oh, we're in a relationship and you just go with the flow. But the key to that is making sure we are communicating what those boundaries are. I agree. So, right. So if you had to think of a boundary, what would be a boundary for you? That's like one of those things that you got to put I, out I guess in I the do. forefront when it comes to communicating. <laughs> I guess I go with the most simple boundary that most people typically have is like the, not to cheat. Uh, not cheating. That's like, I think that's a boundary. Okay. That, uh, most people sit in their relationships like no cheating. So that means, uh, you know, emotional, physical, you know, that type of cheating. Because I think we say boundaries though. I think, I think we don't talk about mental cheating as well. Like yes. uh, allowing yourself to engage with someone and find yourself thinking about or, or I will say mentally stimulated by that person. And now you find that person company, you find yourself longing for that type of conversation. So, you know, I think those are the simple boundaries that some of us sit, but that's a boundary that most people don't talk about. Right. Nobody talks about the mental part of it. And then sometimes they feel guilty to, you know, to talk about it. Or they feel like they're gonna hurt somebody's feelings, and act in all actuality, you just need to be straightforward about it. Agreed, agreed, agreed. What are some boundaries that you? What is a boundary that you will feel 
uh, needs to be said in a relationship? Um, from a woman's standpoint. From a woman's standpoint, I would just say communication. Putting it all out there up front and then like whatever you're looking for, whatever, you know, a person may be looking for. I need them to like put it out there straightforward. That way I have the opportunity to make a choice. Mm. You know, let it be my choice on what my boundaries are within that relationship, rather that be uh, mental, physical, emotional, um, financially, sexually. Like I need to be able to set the boundaries for what it is um, that I want. And that way I can make the decision. So transparency. So you need transparent communication or a comprehend uh to be whatever that you comprehend what are you trying to say for as a communication as well. Cause I tell people all the time, people say communication, but it's comprehension that gets people in trouble. Period. Comprehension. I agree. So Cody, when it comes to mental, the mental side of it, what is some some things that you think about when you say mental boundaries. I guess when what I was hear what, I mean, what, I, what I mean by mental boundaries, I was just talking about the aspect of like we like everybody sets the boundaries of no sex with uh no sex with someone that's cheating. But I also say what I was saying about mental is not allowing yourself to get into some get yourself into a situation where you find it like like I said, finding yourself mentally stimulated by somebody because a lot of people I've heard from different people that a lot of people, especially women long for mental stimulation. And so sometimes when their partner maybe lacks in that department, they find themselves leaning, you know, that's when people say like, Oh, I got a work husband or things like that. Someone, someone who you feel comfortable talking to and you, for, you know, it, you find yourself relying on that conversation or relying on that person to mentally stimulate you instead of, the person that you're in a relationship with. So the boundaries have to be set. It's okay to talk to people and have conversations with people, but I think you have to be very uh, conscious about how much you allow yourself to open up or let people, especially someone, I'm just speaking, I don't want to offend about, but I'm just speaking of the opposite sex, like for as a man. And a you good. So you have to be very cautious about some of the things that you're doing and not allowing yourself to get uh, engulfed in that. And like you said, Trent, when you was talking about communication, but communicating that to your partner, like, hey, I'm lacking this in the relationship. So I need I need more mental stimulation. So that could be understood. But if that boundary is not there, you can also find yourself outside of your relationship seeking mental stimulation for somebody. And that's a boundary that you should want to attach like, hey, I understand I have to step it up in my part to make sure that I do more to mentally stimulate you, but it shouldn't be the point where you got so like a work a work husband and all those other things you hear people joking about. Absolutely. I I completely agree. Um setting those boundaries is very important. Um making sure you know there's no narcissist behavior too, because that could be a big issue with narcissist behavior, something going on, and then it's it's flipped around to say that it's you just to make you feel guilty. And a lot of times people feel guilty by just dealing with that. Agreed, agreed. So, yeah. 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 It's, it's so many tough. like I said, like uh it's so many boundaries that need to be said. And I think I just saw somebody say family boundaries, and family boundaries are huge. I think a lot of people don't know how to cut their parents off, like mom and dad. Get to be Man, relationships. Cut them ties. 
Yeah, a lot of people don't know how to cut their parents off, especially like men typically don't know how to cut their mother off, and women you typically see don't know how to cut the father off. You see people, a lot of people that dab into their relationships, or or you also had a situation where I've had, I'm not going to say me, but I've seen examples where the parent leans on that child for mental and like and like financial support. And so now that you get into a relationship, a boundary was never set where, hey, my parent, my mom or my dad always called me and be like, hey, let me get $100, $200. It's never an issue because it's me and I'm single. But now that I'm in a relationship or that I'm married, you know, that has to be a boundary where I can't always keep dipping into my money because now it's not just my money, it's our money. So you also right. have to set fam- uh, boundaries with family for us. Now, you know, like I said, I'm just using the money aspect, but there's many other aspects as well. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. It's, it can be hard sometimes, but it's definitely necessary to set those boundaries because if you don't, then you're going to cause, you know, turmoil in your household and you don't want that to be the case. And you just got to make sure that you're being stern about it. Because sometimes people don't like to get their feelings hurt, but they got to respect your boundary. They got to respect that you're in a relationship. They got to respect that, hey, mom and pops can't just, you know, can't run into them. They can't just jump in like they normally jump in. So it's just respecting the, the your status, your relationship, your partner, your kids, your family, all of it. So I will say, so this is my question. Uh, what do you... How quickly do you establish boundaries in a relationship? So is this something that you do on the first date or is this something that, you know, you wait until you get in a situation? Because I think boundaries have to be set almost from day one, because if you don't set them from day one, that means you don't set a standard. And if you don't set a standard, then you can find yourself trying to do something. And if that person feels like, hey, you never said this from the jump, then to me, it seems like it's not an issue. So what do you say about setting boundaries and how quickly you know- you know, I think boundaries should be set in the beginning. I think in the world that we live in, we like, like, come on, like we're old enough. We've been around the, the block a few times to where I feel like at my age, at 39, if I'm speaking for my generation, my age, I'm thinking these people should be grown enough, wise enough, may not necessarily be mature, but you should kind of know like, hey, this is what I'm looking for and this is what I want. And that's when I start talking about communication. Like, tell me what it is that you're looking for, what you want. That way I can make the decision and say, hey, yeah, I can deal with this or no, I can't deal with it. So I think, you know, straight on, like (laughs) I think people need to like just be real, be honest, be, you know, transparent and be intentional. A lot of people are not intentional. And when they're not intentional, that's how all everything else start coming into place. Chaos. Chaos. (laughs) You said it. Chaos. Chaos. (laughs) Now you have. Now I agree with that. I think you do have to set the boundaries. And that's a good point that you brought up, too. So. How do you set boundaries? I've never been in a situation. I mean, I've been in situations, but I've never really had a, a situation where I had to. But how do people set boundaries? Like, I know that you have kids. So how do you set boundaries for us? Like, maybe with a way how you, your partner, maybe discipline your kids or your kids and things like that. So that's a, that's an interesting one that, you know, a lot of people yes. talk about. But how do you set yeah, boundaries nobody likes for to talk how, about how that. you establish that? So I think you establish that by just making sure um, the relationship is um, grounded, 
Um, and when I say grounded, it just goes back to being equally yoked with a part with your partner, making sure you guys are on the same sheet of music, making sure you guys um, share the same beliefs. Because if you know, if you believe with you know, knocking them upside the head, and I, you know, more so, you know, like spare the rod and you know, let a different perspective, a religious perspective. So I think it just goes back into communicating, making sure that you're equally yoked with a person um, and that you communicate how you want to discipline your child. Because you might not necessarily agree, but you probably can come to a common um, a common ground. What you That's think? You're you going to knock them out? No, I agree. Well, <laughs> I, grew up with a, so I grew up with a stepfather. Uh, I had a stepfather in... I don't know. I've never really asked my parents how did they establish the boundaries for us, like how to deal with a person. Like when was too early to say that, hey, I get to tell him what to do or, you know, I get to discipline him and things like that. So I've never yeah. asked those type of things, but I have to assume that that's a huge boundary that, you know, maybe we don't think about. We probably think everybody think about boundaries for us relationships, but the relationship between a mom and a, and a step parent you know having those boundaries for as a kid you know i always wondered how those how i kind of interact like i said my dad he really never i never really got in trouble so i always asked too like i was just always wondering you was a bad child come on now no i just wonder how they set the boundaries because i guess that has to be that has to be tough because it has to be tough because you see yourself with someone and we know how people how parents are with their kids that if someone disrespects maybe step over a boundary that you feel, you know, maybe you didn't establish that boundary because we're talking about established boundaries, uh, establish, uh, establishing, establishing boundaries. Maybe you didn't let that other person know that, hey, I don't want you to talk to that to him in a certain tone or, you know, don't pop him or her. So, you know, yeah. I just always want to like, you know, how quick, you know, that's a boundary that has to be done. And like, I never really, I didn't think about it to just now that like, yo, you have to set boundaries even as a step parent. So that's always interesting. Right. And so I also think, you know, it also, even though I say equally yoke, because some relationships don't believe in that or they don't, you know, go with that. So outside of that, I think just more so being comfortable being comfortable with that person, making sure your your kids are comfortable with their with that partner, because um, like you said, intellectual um, boundaries are important too. Because people just have different perspectives from different you know sides of the fence, you know, different yeah. beliefs and things like that. So just completely communicating properly. So that's a good one. So how do for us intellectual? Uh, well, we could we could say. We can also say religious boundaries because we know that in certain religions, people have boundaries from Christians to Muslims to Buddhists to all those uh, all those other type of all those other type of people in religion. If I'm missing any, I'm sorry. So you typically have to ask yourself. Too, I like, know I can't I, keep up with too many. Yeah, how do you deal with boundaries? <laughs> like I always wonder, like how do people? I don't wonder how, but. I've seen many people, I can see someone be, I've seen someone Christian and someone who's Catholic. I've seen someone who's Muslim and someone who's uh, Christian, is, uh, who's who's Christian. So, you know, I, I guess religion boundaries have to be a place because certain things are totally expected not to be uh, some, some standards that uh, some boundaries that are set that are not to me, not to be crossed. 
and right. others, you know, like some people, uh, it's very, 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 very serious for some religious boundaries that a lot of people said to live by. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important. I think that could be tricky, though. I don't know that I could, you know, I don't know that I could deal with a different religion. I just feel like it'll be complicated. And it's like, which one of us going to cross over? <laughs> because I, just, well, you know. I think it's about a respect thing. So I think that's yeah, what we talk but, about. We talk about boundaries, but boundaries are all about respect too. So I think it's a yeah. respect thing. Like I always feel like that's. I feel like the root of most boundaries are rooted in respect, especially when we're talking about a relationship. When I respect somebody, I'm very aware and very, you know, cognitive not to disrespect them. So. I don't step over that boundaries for the simple fact that I have so much respect for you. So like emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, I have so much respect for you. So, or physically that I don't overstep those boundaries. So I think the biggest thing, like when we talk about boundaries, I think about, you have to talk about how all those boundaries have to be rooted in respect. Yeah. Even if that person doesn't garnish, even if that person doesn't truly earn their respect, but making sure that respect is, their respect is given. So, you know, if there's no respect, then all boundaries can be crossed and you can look at people and not have any and and don't accept any of their boundaries. Right. So have you ever dealt with um, or have you ever been in a position where you had to deal with being in an in intellectual relationship? Intellectual relationship? Yeah, like a, a word. You guys were different, different, had different beliefs. And you guys, oh, had to religious, for a religious, different relationship. Yeah, yeah, I have, and uh, I have, but it was everything was so rooted in respect. I respected, uh, I respected what she believed, and she respected what I believe. And you know, truth be told, uh, how you started, how you started the thing, we had such great communication and comprehension. We talked so much, and we was very transparent with each other. And she let it be known what she would accept and what she wouldn't accept. I let her know what I would accept. And what I wouldn't accept and the love and respect that we have for each other kept their relationship intact because we never disrespected each other because we understood that those boundaries were kind of set from pretty much from day one. And it was one of my better, probably, probably my best relationship to this day. And the reason, like I said, the reason why we had great, great communication, it was great communication and we really set our boundaries and nobody disrespected nobody, which, you know, some people think that that can't happen, but nobody never disrespected nobody. Nobody ever said anything slick or, you know, we probably joke about some stuff because, you know, joking is part of a relationship, but we never right. made the other person feel uncomfortable or, or us or stepped over a boundary that that person have to make sure that they did. So, you know, once it's rooted there and you understand that that person's firm, and that and that boundary is firm, then you you typically don't want to step over no boundary or want to break that you know cross that boundary with somebody. Now you said that about the best relationship you had. Now, so you know I'm gonna question that. So if it was the best relationship that you had, I mean, if you don't mind sharing, we what, other, what you know, we had other aspects. Undid that. that. <laughs> we had other things. Uh, we had you other know I'm gonna ask. We had other things that came up, like you know, we we lived in different cities, so location okay. was a huge was huge in the relationship. So I was I will say that much, but no boundaries were like other than you know trying to fix relationship stuff. I mean, location and where one wants to live, 
that was really a huge, huge hurdle. But for us to respect and boundaries, it was never an issue with that. Like that, no issues. Okay, so we got a question. Do you feel as a man that the lack of effective communication in most is because they lack respect? This is coming from Andrea Ward. Uh, no, honestly, as a man, I don't think that that's the issue. I think the biggest, me personally, I think the biggest, the, the lack of effective communication is comprehension. I think that people say a lot of stuff, but uh, most people hear what people say, but don't understand what people say. So there's a huge difference. I can hear you tell me to sweep the floor, but I might not, uh, you know, you just hear that part. But if you don't understand the significance of sweeping the floor up, because it keeps the it keeps the it keeps the house from being dirty and being nasty. So now that you don't have roaches and all those type of things, so you have to comprehend. So when someone tells you something, uh, when a lady or when a woman speaks to you or asking you something or communicating something to you is to make sure that he comprehends. So it's nothing wrong with saying like, hey, do this or do that and asking him, do you understand what I'm saying? Because sometimes how most men are programmed or if you tell us to do something, we're kind of one, I will say me, I'm kind of one track minded. I typically, <laughs> hey, she said, take the trash out, I'm taking the trash out. But if she, you know, if she got yeah, something let me get else in, take means, the trash out right now. Yeah, so I'm doing that. Or if she <laughs> asks you to be, you know, be more, something he will be just that but you have to explain to him you you typically have to explain why or make sure he understands that yeah, yeah. that's a great one too Absolutely. i don't listen to i don't listen to respond i actually tell somebody i actually try my best to be quiet and not say anything i used to struggle with that i used to struggle with that because i wanted to be heard let me tell you i came a long way and I'm still a work in progress every day, but I wanted to be heard and I did not care about, <laughs> I didn't care to understand it at some point in my life. I didn't care to understand, but as I grew and got, you know, older and wiser and mature, I know that I have to listen to understand. I can't expect nobody to understand me if I ain't even got the, the courtesy to listen to understand them. You know? Yep. Um, we have Sandra Twyman said there is there is a root to a problem when there is a lack in communication. Absolutely. That is definitely the root of the problem. And did I just lose? I just lost my guess, y'all. <laughs> Something happened. So no worries. We're going to keep it moving. Let me try to get him back in. Feel free to ask questions as I'm trying to get him back on. Something happened. I don't know. <clears throat> but I hope that you guys are enjoying the podcast thus far and enjoying Talks with Vern. We are talking about boundaries this evening. These um, are. So if you guys had to tell me in the comments, what are some boundaries that you think that you need to set forth? head on in a relationship or within um, in general. Okay, Coop is back. Let me try to get him on. He's coming back. Let's try to get him. Hopefully he's loading. Something is happening, but 
I'm sure he's coming. Okay, someone says submission. So when it comes to submission, um, let me just say this. A lot of times um, in submission in relationships, um, you and I, I, I want Coop to come on because he can probably relate to what I'm about to say. So he's, it looks like he's trying to come back on slowly but surely. But you know how, you know, sometimes um, me, me or women don't like to be submissive to their partners, right? They just, they don't. They want to wear the pants and things like that. Give me one second. I'm pushing buttons over here, y'all, trying to get them on. But keep the questions coming. Because we're going to line them up and get them answered. <clears throat> I don't know what happened to Coop. Was y'all enjoying Coop? He keep popping on and I keep trying to add him. Let's see. Lordy, lordy, lordy. <clears throat> okay, so I got a response. So I'm just going to, um, look, Coop's calling me. Hold on, y'all. Hey, Coop. <laughs> y'all, Coop said it logged out on him. Okay. Because I think you pop up and then I try to add you back. Well, I can't add you, but I'm saying like when, I, when it says that you popped in. Okay, here you go. There you go. That was crazy. That was crazy. Ooh, that that ain't nothing but the devil. We, we was about to get <laughs> deep, and he was like, wait a minute, we're going to have to stop this right now. We're going to stop this yeah, right I now. What, I don't know what happened. So uh, a question came in about submission. Oh, you know, um, curious on the perspective of submission. Why are you laughing? What you going to say? I think, I think submission is the most, uh, I think it's misunderstood. So if we if we're talking about submission my personal what i understand and my personal belief is submission isn't, isn't someone body doing what you just tell them to do and that's what people honestly think submission is submission is trusting in your partner in their decision making to know that whatever they decide that you fully support it and that you don't and that you don't go against it so when people think about submission yes they think about slavery they think of something crazy no submission is if i'm married and i tell my wife hey we thinking about buying this home and we both look at it and I, I make the decision. We can afford it. And she, well, she understands that her belief in God and her relationship with God, she knows that she can trust in me because she knows 
I follow, who I follow, and what I believe in. So she can trust in my decision making without even having to question me. That's what submission is. It's not about nobody just um, acting to every to your obey or somebody just moving to the snap of your finger. That's not submission. Right. Submission is believing in your partner and trusting in the decision making and know that they're going to do what's best for the relationship. Right. Absolutely. I completely agree because a lot of times Mel will say that the woman is always trying to take the lead, right? They're trying to be in charge. They're trying to take over. And we don't allow our partners to come in and make the decision and be the lead, like you said, respecting yeah. that boundary and trusting that, hey, you say we can afford it, we can afford it. We got it. I think um, also um, that can come across with women sometimes too because, you know, sometimes I think from my perspective, women, from my own perspective, we are not strong or I am not strong or I am not um, trying to do everything myself just because I know I can do it. It's because I had to do it. So like when my partner comes along, like, listen, excuse my French, but I like my panties. I'm going to let you wear your briefs, you know, take it off of me. You can have it. I'm going to let you do that. But some people, you know, like you said, they just don't respect it. They but don't, think they don't want to do it. I think you have to trust in that person too, like a, a individual or man or men or women. So it, submission works both ways too. So man and woman has to understand that I trust in my partner that from the jump, I believe in that person. I look at your decision making. I know that I can trust you by who you are as an individual. I know that you mean nothing but the best for me and for no one. And, and I, and I can trust in it. And so that's what people misunderstand. Like people get with people and you never, this person never showed you that they were able, that you should be even submissive to this person, that you needed to submit to this person, or that you need to even follow this person. So that, that is truly the huge issue of submission. It's not about, uh, it's not about treating someone like they're just your obedient dog. It's about having a relationship and trusting in that person because you know that that person wants what's best for you because of the simple fact you know what their relationship is like, or you know what their characteristics, uh, what what character they have. So right. uh, I just think, that's I think it. submission is an overused word and most people don't even understand what it means. So I think that's why we right. see such a huge, a huge dislike for the word. I think when people hear, a lot of women hear that word, they cringe because of the simple fact that we never really truly use the correct meaning behind what submission, what uh, would mm -hmm. be submissive of submitting is. Right. Like you Absolutely. said, set boundaries. Like a boundary should, like those boundaries have to be even sitting and even submitting. Like, you know, you have to submit that. That's something that you should talk about before you get married, too, as well. Like, what do you see? How do you view submission? I don't think a lot of women ask that question because they're so scared of the word. They think that most people are going to be that. But no, nah, you have to ask that. Well, we come across men that are just not capable of leading. That's possible, too. You got a lot of men that are not capable of leading. So the question then the question there falls, then if he never showed you that he's capable of lead, leading, why do you even want to follow? Come on now. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it's just that's I true. mean, I'm just asking the question. Yeah, you I mean, got a point. Thing. I mean, that's a good that's a good point because sometimes we fall in the trap of uh physicality and things like that, and we'll just keep, you know, trying to make something be something that we know ain't gonna be nothing. And it go it then of course you know that's falling into red flags, and it's like we can't avoid those either. Okay, um, I gotta um, 
Sandra Twyman says, submission simply means to willingfully deploy oneself in self. I can't read. Deploy, deploy oneself. oneself in service to their partner. I agree. That's And that's what I was saying. Just being confident in your partner that that, that that person, to your partner that you are confident and that you support them. Like, to sum it all, to me, that's how I see it. Like, she put it, she she worded it a whole lot better, but that's how I see it as well. Like, right, you know, right, right, right. That's why I said they go both ways. Correctly. You have to also submit to your wife. You have to also trust her decision-making, too. It's not strictly on the man just to always make decisions. You also have to trust your wife and understand, too, that she wants what's best for the relationship as well. Right. It's a partnership. It's not... Oh, this person just gonna do it all. Like it's it's a teamwork. It's a it's a definitely an effort. You know, I made a post about that a few days ago. So, what do you think about you know, hundred percent, fifty fifty? Like when that's it comes no, to stuff like that. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as uh all that man. It's it's what's ever best for you and your relationship. Like a lot of people talk about. Oh, the man pays for everything, or we go fifty fifty. Sometimes you you and your partner have to sit there and talk about what's best for your relationship because the outside world the outside world doesn't know what goes on with you and yours. So 50-50 might not be feasible for you guys. You guys, you know, because I always ask people like, what if somebody makes so much money, so much more money than the other person that the other person's not required to do nothing? So I always tell people, sit down and have a conversation and see what makes financial sense for for both of you. And y'all both tackle it like that because at the end of the day, it's a partnership. Like you said, it's a partnership. It's never, I tell people, you gave up I and me for we. Come on, we, 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 we. It's, we. it's all because of the simple <laughs> fact is I never really get it because I'd be like, isn't all the money going into the same household? So what's the right. big issue? What's the big issue if you do this, if she do this or he do that? It doesn't matter. It's all going into the same pot. It's all going into the setup, into the better making of our situation is to make sure that we're financially better so we can Absolutely. do something for our kids, our family, and to make sure that we're living as comfortable as possible. So I look at, you say financial yeah, boundaries, I always say that's a discussion. Like I've always had good conversations or been able to have productive conversations for us talking about financial boundaries because it's not, to me, it's not a huge issue. I'm not, a, I'm not afraid of those conversations. I think it's important that y'all have those conversations too early as well because right. you need to understand what that person's willing to do what that person's not willing to do financially because you could meet someone who you know they might you know they grew up because we all got a lot of times too i meant to say this when we say boundaries we see a lot of boundaries from we adapt them from my childhood we get them from my parents like if our parents did something we assume like hey i saw mom and dad do it or i see my grandmother and my grandfather do it we typically try to adapt we adapt a lot of those processes and try to even put them in our relationships and sometimes that's that could be good and that could be bad because at the end of the day the end of the day your mother and father are not you and your you and your partner so you have to sit up there and do what's best for that relationship and sit down and have that tough conversation right Gelly uh, commented on a good point she says i believe as young individuals starting today they're there is some teaching that needs to be done. I wish my mom prepared me to be in a relationship, not just a sex talk. That's Man, that's so true. Because you know, when we was coming up, that listen, that's all mom and Don't dad or whoever. You was going to get the bird and the bees. That was it. Don't get pregnant. 
I get that conversation. We, did, we really did not have teaching, but I always say to even to my kids, you know, or they'll hear me talk about, you know, there is really no, there is no manual to parenthood. And I believe back then that parents was just trying to do the best that they could. And I think if they didn't get the teaching down, at least they told you the birds and the bees, you know, don't get pregnant. Because that's all we talked about. You know, that's the main concern I think was for parents. Hey, make sure you don't get pregnant or make sure you're not having sex or stuff like that. I think that's what they talked about. I will also ask, that was a great question that, uh, that was a great, them bringing that point great up. Point. Great. But I'll also say too, like at what age do you want to have a conversation about relationships? Because most parents can't even see their kids dating somebody. Like some people can't look at their child, their son or their, excuse me, their daughter and be like, oh, I have to face the fact that my son and my daughter's dating. I think that's hard for a lot of parents to do, but I think it is productive to have those type of conversations and or to model your relationship where your kids can look at that as an example and take that example and go out and try to be and try to produce something that looks something or something similar like that because i think a lot of times we might see poor examples in the household i'm not saying that everybody parent gave poor examples but sometimes we do see poor examples and uh and i don't know how it comes i mean it would be great if my mom told me like hey I wish some people would have told me some things about relationships instead of like me bumping my head the hard way, realizing that some things was cool, some things was not. I never got the birds and the bees conversation, but my mama always used to tell me like, hey, I don't, you know, don't bring no I baby don't, back. I don't even remember having the birds and the bees conversation either. Like I'm thinking about it like, when did my mama have a conversation with me? Like I don't, I don't remember it. I know I don't, I don't, I don't think I got that conversation. Ooh, who said that? That's a good one. You said something I, good about DeMarco Bell. You said something good about red flags. You cannot love away red flags. That sounds like something you say. Man, yeah, that is. <laughs> Look, you must be reading my mind. You cannot love away the red flags. Sometimes um, we, we get into relationships and we think, oh, well, this happened. Okay. But I think for me personally, it is my nature to try to fix and do, you know, to make it better. But it also, I can't allow myself to be in denial about the situation as well, not to be ignoring it or avoiding it. And I just think that just comes with maturity and growth, like you knowing your worth. Like I'm, I'm better than this. Like I'm not ignoring no red flags. So, a question. Know? So let me ask a question: Is a red flag a boundary? Yeah, is a red flag about yeah, it should be. So why would you allow? So we're talking about setting boundaries. So why would you allow well yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying it's not I don't think it's that we allow red uh flags as boundaries. I think it's more so just when they come up, if you know that it's a boundary for you to make sure that you are saying no without even being guilty, feeling oh, guilty like about it. I like the word no. I tell people Yes is all expensive. No's don't cost you nothing. So when you say yes, it's yes, typically yes. expensive. No's cost you nothing because it keeps you out of situations that's going to be costly. So, yeah, I love to say the word no. I even try to preach to my friends to say no. My sister love to say no. Just How like many times you told me no? no? How many times you told me no? Like, you you we know each other about five years. How many times you told me no, cool? I'll be like, no, <laughs> no, Vern, I ain't, I ain't with it. So, no, it's, it's nothing to say. It's I don't feel bad about saying no 
because at the end of the day, I know what I'm capable of and I already have boundaries set for that now. And I'm one of those people. I typically don't move my boundaries. I don't know. Like when people right. ask, if certain people ask for money, no. I already have those no. boundaries <laughs> up and no. You I do like more. that you said uh, yes equals expensive and no don't is completely free. Don't cost you nothing. Yes is already. Yes is Yes, expensive. indeed. Think about how much you say yes to your kids and think how much it costs you. <laughs> See? Exactly. That's, and that's and that's all I be telling people. So I'm comfortable saying no. I'm comfortable with I will say just on the whole boundary thing, I'm comfortable with setting my boundaries and, and living by those and knowing that those are effective for me. I think that's what people right. have to do. Establish your boundaries. Know know what know what you are capable of doing and know what's effective for you because I think that's the issue that we have. A lot of people try to set boundaries when it's too late because they're too busy guessing. But be I already know what you will and what you won't allow and what you're going to stand for and what you're not going to stand for. So when you're in those situations, you don't have nothing to worry about. You don't have to sit up here and backtrack or go against anything that you said because or find yourself in bad situations because I always ask people, why do you think you end up in bad situations? Because typically you went against something that you said you wouldn't do. You went against your boundaries. You went against the things that you said that you wouldn't allow. And once you do get into those situations where you say yes to situations you should have said no to, now you find yourself in a bad situation. So you have to always just remember what it is that you said on and stand by it and be and be proud of what you stand by, even if that other person may not be. But you have to be proud in it because boundaries are set. I think boundaries are set by personalities and by uh, by the person that you are. So if you truly are the person that you say you are and you stand firm by it, live in it. Be cool with it. Be cool with saying no. Don't feel guilty about okay. saying no. Don't feel bad. Yeah. Be okay with it. Because if we're not okay with it, then guess what? You're gonna keep you're gonna live on miserable. And nobody wants to live like that. Heck no. Relationship, anything. <laughs> friendships, anything. I know how I say no all my friendships too. Relationships. Yeah, because you ain't told me no a few times. And yeah, I'm like, Cody, what you mean now? Nah? You just have to be, and that person has to love you, uh, and that person has to love you through that. They can't be mad at that. They have to be accepting of that. Like they, and right. if somebody understands who you are, which I always tell people, know who your friends are, know who the people are, know what they're capable of. And I feel like when you know who people are, when they tell you no, or they know that they're trying to overstep a boundary, you know, they'll be like, you know what, no, I'm cool because they respect you or know who you are. Right, exactly. Absolutely. So, and that just goes back to red flags being a warning sign. So I seen someone say that, so I definitely wanted to highlight that the red flags are a warning sign. And when they come up, we just got to make sure that we are saying no, like you said, make sure we are saying no and just comfortable with it. So I got a question <clears throat> because how we got into this whole boundary conversation, me and you was having a conversation on the phone and we was talking about Kiki Palmer and her situation that we actually oh lord kind of funny so we're not gonna I don't want to really talk so we, about we talk about fashion boundaries this, that's so fine we talk about fashion boundaries so you know that's a boundary but also too social media boundaries like yo I feel like nobody you know I told you what my biggest issue with that situation was hey no matter what goes on in my household I'm not publicizing on the internet I'm not gonna be putting my girl or my wife uh my significant other i'm not gonna put her down bad for it saying like hey you walked out the house looking like 
whatever, whatever, because I think that's a conversation in the home. So we could talk about that. But also, like, uh, we can say fashion boundaries. Uh, we can say respectful boundaries. I think uh, I forgot what you said about that, but I know. Lord, I go coop again, y'all. He just, every time we, we fit a hit on it, he, he pops out. Yeah, I agree completely what he was saying, though, about taking it to social media. Um, it happens. We're human. I've had that experience um, once in my life. Um, so, I mean, it happens. I mean, sometimes when you put in situations and you're just like, what in the world, you know? Um, it happens, but I completely agree. What goes on in your household should not, um, you know, transpire over into social media. Um, but of course, like I said, we're human. It can happen. Um, and we just learn from it and we just move on the best way that we can. I go coop. I'm trying to come back. Coop, what is going on over there? I don't know. It's just be saying my... <laughs> It be saying my internet, it'll say that like internet issues and then it'll stop. Hold on, because it it don't show you. Wait one second. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's my internet. I'm, I'm assuming it's my internet because it'll be it showing be. finding all of a sudden it's like recording to go. Y'all down there in North Richmond Hills uh, need to get uh, Fidelity. We got Fidelity where I'm at. No, we got AT&T. <laughs> we got AT&T. Okay, let me see. No, was huh? I? Was I? I was actually. You was asking me something. I was actually about the. Uh, we were talking about Kiki Palmer, but do you think that that's a yeah. boundary? Do you think it's? Do you think that men and women should have a, a boundary on like what they wear, what they go out, what they go out in, and those type of things? Yeah, I mean, I think it, I think you definitely should be respectful. You know, I don't. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's put that up on there. Listen, Coop, I'm sending internet speed. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, so I do think that it should be a, a respect level, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I think that just leads back to conversation. Like, are you like I know some men that don't like women to be in leggings. They do not like their woman to be in leggings. Now, I like my leggings. It's comfortable. It's easy. It's quick. But And then some people are okay with leggings as long as you have a elongated shirt on or something like that. So I think yep. it just, you know, it's a preference in um, how you carry yourself, um, what your partner is comfortable with, what they deem is respectful, what they deem is disrespectful. Um and I just think it's a time and place for everything. You know, um, some occasions require you to be differently. You know, like if we go to the beach, I'm going to have on a swimsuit. You know, I might have a cover up or something like that, but I'm going to have on a swimsuit. Me personally, I'm not going to deliberately uh, probably go out um, to a show like Kiki Palmer did. Bless her heart. Body is giving body. But uh, I'm not going to go to. Uh, see Usher in that attire, not like that. I guess, but her body was given, but it just. But when it comes to Kiki Palmer and her that fashion thing, I want to say that she mentioned like, if y'all think that my man did not see me before I walked out the door, you're crazy. 
Yeah. I feel like they're in a relationship. They live together. So at some point, he must have seen her. What you think? What's, what's your take on it? I agree. I mean, listen. I'll be Don't honest. throw like, your hands up now. I just be like, you know, like me personally. Did I like Kiki outfit? I loved it as a man. I love Kiki outfit. Uh, I always been kind of big on. My I bet shirt. you did like her outfit. <laughs> I never been big on my woman show at uh, too much flesh, but I don't mind a woman dressing sexy. Uh, like you said, like if we at a beach, yes, your girl should wear a, a bikini and that thing, and that should be understood. Do I think when you go into a public event, like your ass should be out? You know, to each to each their own. I mean, hopefully mine. Would, you know, I would probably tell mine. I don't know about she, this. She was you giving know, them cheeks, honey. Nice, and I say it in a nice way. I'll be like, I don't know, baby. You got your see your ass out a little bit. You know, I don't know if you want to wear it. You know what I'm saying? So that would be my approach to it because, like I told people, I always felt like typically we go to each other before we step outside the house and know what we wearing, like. I know my mom, how my, I watch my mom and dad. Like My mom would literally check my dad before he go out. Oh, okay, that matches. You know, stuff like that. Like, make sure yeah. you just want to make sure your significant other didn't go out the house bad. Like, hey, right, you right, know, right. this match. Oh, yes, I love that outfit. Or, you know, like, something like that. If my girl told me, hey, where you going, babe? Like, them sweats kind of tight today. You, 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 Your sweats a little bit tighter than what they normally be. Then I might, and she was like, she got a problem with it. I might, I probably switch because, you know, I don't want to leave out me and my girl any other thoughts or anything like that i just think that's a respect and a boundary i mean those are boundaries like i said i don't know what theirs are in their relationship they could be uh they could be it in their relationship and that's why i said i won't speak on it and say that she was wrong because i don't know what's going on in their relationship i was saying if it was my girl you know i don't know if i want to ask out if she's going somewhere to a public place but i don't i don't mind her dressing sexy or she wants to you know dress whatever because like somebody told me you never know what somebody been going through she could have been working out and feel good about her body so she might want to wear something that's a little bit more sexy but, i mean you could she's be been working out and she and wants still to have show right i'm sorry so, to interrupt you but nah, i'm that's, saying that's my opinion <clears throat> you could be sexy and still have class to you that's true you think and i think that's the key point like we all want to you know we you said what I said you thought I was, hear you. I'm not here to talk about Kiki. Let me leave that alone. What you say? I said, did you think it was I didn't classy? Hear you. That was my only question. You said, was that classy? Did you, yes. Did you think what Kiki had on was classy? No, okay. it wasn't classy. Okay. That's not classy. It was sexy, but it, it wasn't done in a classy way. It most definitely because was sexy. You, I get it. Huh? It most definitely was sexy. Uh, we know you think it was sexy, Cody. But, you know, I think that um, <clears throat> it could be done with class. It could have been done better, but at the same time, um, it goes back. I think somebody said knowing your audience, you know? Yes, yeah, she's a celebrity, and these celebrities, they wear whatever they want to wear, you know? But when we, when we step outside of the celebrity world, I think it's based on knowing your audience, making sure that you and your partner is in agreement, like you said, um, Correct. Somebody said that you know they would dress accordingly to represent each other. That that came I, from Nate. He hit that, that dead on. Nate, that's a good that. one. Cause I'm I'm kind of I was raised. You know, my granny put a had a hand in raising me, so I used to always hear like, and I tell myself this to this day: when you step out that house, know who you represent. Like I always tell people, I'm representing my mama because my mama told me to this day, "Hey, don't you make me look like 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 you got 
make sure you step out the house like you got some home training and you know and i i take that into consideration with everything that's the way i talk to people the way i handle myself even the way i dress because my mom is i always feel like i represent my mom and i represent myself that's a depiction of me that's a picture that i'm painting for other people to judge me on so i don't want to be judged um in a negative way by the way that i dress and vice versa for my girl so you know that's how i always feel Listen, I just got tickled <laughs> and Gail, she said, I wear whatever when I'm out of the country. And that, that just goes back to, like I said, when we go out of town, we go to the beach or whatever. Listen, I'm not coming down there with a sheet on. I'm at a beach, so I'm a dress for the occasion. Do mm -hmm. I think her occasion was necessary for... Um, for it to be, you know, at a concert, not necessarily, but her audience is different from our audience. You know, a lot of people from her perspective, she's maybe doing it for publicity or whatever. You know, it could be it's so many levels to that. Yep. I feel like they I feel like they both cross. Uh, it's obviously that he felt that she crossed the boundary. And I think that he also I think the more the story, they both cross boundaries. He crossed the boundary by putting it on social media about how he felt and disrespected yeah, I, her in that way. And I guess he I, like and I guess he felt she crossed the boundary by what she wore when when we go back to what you said, simple communication could have resolved could have resolved that whole issue. Simple communication. Let me see. So Carter, we ain't hit a lot of points today. We talked about the emotional side, the financial side, the intellectual side. Um, what else we hit on? Uh, I we were supposed to hit on sexual boundaries. We didn't get into that one. Oh, we didn't get into sexual boundaries. Okay, let's those, get into it. Let's get into it. Kind of, I don't know. Sexual boundaries to me are just, uh, just I guess, have an understanding of sexually what you, what you prefer, what you don't prefer. I guess, like you said, that's that's an open like. Some people might not know, so you might have to sit down and have a conversation with your partner about that because. You might not know how freaky your partner is, so they might not have as many boundaries <laughs> as you. That's have. true. That is it. That's true. So, so I mean, instance, go ahead. I mean, I'm sorry. I know. I just gonna say. No, just I was know, gonna say just, you're absolutely right. You gotta set the boundaries, and you gotta know what your partner is into. Sometimes you can run across a prince charmer, and he might. This man might be doing everything that you that that's hitting on your list. But you forget to talk about that one thing, sexual, sex, or just what's your boundaries? What's your no-goes? What's your goals? That's a hard conversation. Huh? I think I think sex is a hard conversation. I think men it are like, is. I will bring it up for, I'll say for a man, it's a hard conversation because you don't want to make it look like that you just, it's all about sex. So you tend not want to, most men tend not to want to bring sex up because you don't want to look like you're trying, like you're being overly sexual. <laughs> Listen, I appreciate the audience today with the comments, honey. Y'all are tickling me and also making sure y'all pick uh hit on key points. Listen, that is too funny. <laughs> I love it. Uh Andrea, folks are going to jail. I'm they really are because they're not having a conversation, they're not being honest, and you run around, you run across somebody that's uh in the dominatrix or something. And they not no that may or may no. not be your lane, huh? And no means no. Men and no means no. No means no. No means no. 
no means no. So, you know, there's how they come, how they, you know, trust in your partner and have that conversation with them. Have that conversation yeah. with them. Right. <laughs> Understand no means no. Absolutely. And it is a it is a tough conversation to have. Like nobody nobody wants to talk about it, but I feel like it just gets to a point where you have to be comfortable with yourself. And yeah. I feel like if nobody like that person is not gonna know if you're not gonna be straightforward with them. If you're not gonna tell them what you're okay with, what you're not okay with, then you you're just allowing that person to assume. And you need to be responsible and you need to be uh, in charge of your own choices. Like you need to be able to make the choice. Don't let nobody assume that that's what it is, or this may be what it is, but I don't know, but I'm gonna try, you know, just, you have to be honest about it. That is true. Difficult conversations are part of the development of a relationship. Those that That's very true because that's the part that a lot of times we are scared. That's why some relationships fail because we're scared to have difficult conversations. So that's from finances, finances. We can talk about money, credit scores, sex. From I know what's credit score, Cody? Huh? Coop, are you Coop? You single, right? Yeah, but I'm not putting my credit score out there. Yeah, we, we <laughs> need to know. We need to know the credit score, okay? Nah, that ain't just. We just know, know y'all want to know Coop's credit score. Let know I can get whatever I want, and I'm not paying an extremely high interest rate. <laughs> so let's know that. Okay. So hey. now, so <clears throat> now all this important, like six, six, religion, finances, like all those are difficult conversations because we always, or even sometimes politics. Some people consider that a, a relationship deal breaker or not, or those type of things, and those are all considered difficult conversations. But to have a successful relationship, you have to talk about all of those things and talk about them comfortably as well right right absolutely um consent mm. andrea ward said uh let's talk about consent touch on it what do you think i think just being honest not like it, it just goes back to yes me yes no means no I mean, to, to make it simple, that's kind of what it is, you know? I agree. Yes, <laughs> mean, yes, no, mean, no. And I have a good, you can't consent. I listen, you can't sleep, you can't wait. <laughs> now, I would, tell, I would tell people this. I always say, unless you and that person are in a relationship or married or something like that, I don't even want to say in a relationship. So let's just say married. If that person's drunk, or uh, they told you that they don't like, listen, or they even told you they don't like it like that. I would say no. Like, I'm huge on saying, on not taking no chances or doing no guessing. If someone's drunk, even if someone's sleep, yeah, nah. Like, if you and her went out and had a great time and <laughs> drunk in love, and y'all, and you. Y'all keep y'all playing that there. drunk in love, Beyonce, y'all want to now. Yeah. Gonna mess around and catch a case. Yeah, even if you probably even already had sex before, I would say don't don't chance it. If that ain't your wife, don't chance it. I would yeah, say don't not chance it. Chance it. <clears throat> I would say it's best to just be like, hey, we both gonna sleep this off, or take her home and leave her at the house, and you go home. God, look, you better call her Uber. You you call her Uber, Cody? In a heartbeat. Oh, okay. I, I just I told you I'm like jail. 
I ain't trying to go. Listen, <laughs> I ain't never been to jail. I ain't trying to go. So I'm doing, I'm doing everything the correct way. Uber Lyft, whatever she needs to get home. Matter of fact, let's call one of your friends. I don't want no part of it. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that's like when they talk about consent, I think that that's a touchy line because I think we've seen some situations where a man felt like, hey, it was a go. And in her head, she was like, no. So, you know, don't take no chance if that person is not fully, fully self-aware <laughs> of what's going on. Definitely have to be aware. That's what's up. So, um, again, we have discussed uh, emotional, financial, intellectual uh, boundaries, uh, sexual boundaries. Um, we're going to take a minute to take any questions in the comments. Coop, you got any questions that you want to... Um, ask a hit on real quick no nah, man great definitely appreciate great, you man you've been yeah, you've been dope, dope dude. i'm talking about this stuff because yes uh, look they you, said man. i like cool it's always fun talking about this stuff because i think uh these are important conversations and like i always tell people important conversations it is not because uh, it's important to hear what i'm saying but it's always important to take it back for you and your significant other to have a conversation because i think we get into the he has made me laugh. <laughs> I think that we get into situations where we hear what somebody say and we take that as we take that as gold or that like that's gospel. We run and talk and we run and try to implement it in our relationships when we should be doing more of sitting down talking and having tough conversations, just like uh the other person had put in there where they said having these difficult conversations and not running away from them and not just saying this is what it is and I'm not trying to hear nothing. No, sit down and really listen to each other and like uh, one of the listeners said earlier, not looking to respond, but looking to listen so you can hear what that person is saying so you can comprehend and get a true understanding of what's being said so you can continue to progress forward. Right. Absolutely. What do you do if your partner's more experienced than you? In what aspect? Experience in yeah. what aspect? Relationships? What do you <clears throat> just I just want to make sure that I understand what he's experienced more. Right. Than yeah, so Nate said, what you do, what do you do if your partner is more experienced than you? So, Nate, if you could tell us what aspect, we can definitely hit on that for you. <clears throat> Agreed. Yeah, we definitely need to mentor more uh, younger people. A lot of kids are unaware or they they going by what they see on social media, what they think is cool, what they think is hot. Um Oh, and still, it goes back to uh I think Gail said it earlier, you know, we need these you need some type of teaching. We don't get the teaching, we just get the birds and the bees that sex talk. That's all we get. Yeah, mentoring is huge. Um, and one thing that uh, <laughs> that I've always tried to do is mentor people because I initially did grow up in a single parent home and it was vital, very vital to my development that my uncle took me on and mentored me as a young, as a young kid and even to me being a young uh to me being a teenager to me being a young adult and even to this day i still can lean on him for any type of advice and ask about all type of different situations so i always had someone that i that i looked up to and i had a great mentor and you know i also say too we try to do a lot of mentoring in my fraternity we try to take we try to deal with a lot of kids and help be that positive male influencing these young men and let them see that it's okay to be a black successful man so i think that's very huge and and very important especially with men and women men and women 
And he said, also, oh, don't forget about Nathan. He said, experienced in life as whole. Oh, did he? Okay. <clears throat> okay. Well, Nate, you answered it. He said, to answer my question myself, I would say conversation is key. Definitely. Conversation is key. Yeah. Not being afraid to have the difficult conversations, being honest, being transparent, being intentional. Um, there's so many factors to set boundaries and communicate. And you just got to find out what your boundaries is personally for you, in my opinion. Um, and then just make sure that you stick into it. It would be appreciated to take on a role as a student. We should all be willing to learn from our mates. So. So Coop is gone again. <laughs> Listen, this has been the on and off Coop guest <laughs> all day. So hopefully he tunes back in. I definitely appreciate you guys for tuning in to Talks with Vern. I definitely, um, look, you can tell he in the frat. <laughs> he said, uh, well, I'll let him answer. Listen, Coop has been on and off the whole time but it has been a blast um i hope y'all enjoy talks with Vern. i like to um engage um in uh, engage with the guests with the comments include you guys in the podcast as well but of course if you guys want to be a guest on talks with Vern direct um you can always click on the link at the bottom of the stream that's going by and just you know fill out a podcast guest form and um we can get you on listen cool cool who is uh, was, the internet provider? I told you AT and T, but I was I was finna just <laughs> I was just finna <laughs> jump into what uh jump into what she uh somebody touched on a huge thing about uh, always being a student. I think that okay. in any productive relationship, you have to learn from your mate. I think you should always be. Nobody knows everything, and to touch on to even bring about what Nathan said. <clears throat> When you're not more experienced, you you have to be open enough to tell that your tell your partner that you need help and that you want to learn more, that you know there are areas that you lack in that you might need help on, so that y'all both can understand that he or she might not be as strong in that area as you are, so that you can sit down and have those conversations to help that person. Because at the end of the day, a relationship is a partnership. And not only is it a partnership, you also in any situation you should be learning so you should be learning something if i suck at something if i'm if i suck at finances i not should only handle finances but i should take you and teach you what i know how to do so that you know if anything was said to happen to me that you're able to be just as productive without me so the whole point right. is that I'm still teaching you. We're still learning, but it's still productive because what if something happened to me, God forsake, and I can't do that anymore. Now you understand what's going on. So you could take those same skills and those same abilities or those same things and you can apply them too as well. Or if just say we don't end up together. Right. You still help me know, help you should you. be a better per you're a better person now leaving this relationship because I learned something from you because you taught me something and you learned something from me because I taught you something and we and we did it because we felt it was necessary, not out of obligation. Right. Absolutely. I completely agree. Cool. We did have a personal question for you. The, it is um, on the screen. Oh, well, Fred, I'm the oldest and coldest. Alpha oh, Fire Lord. Incorporated. <laughs> the oldest and coldest. Well, he said the oldest and the coldest. The Are oldest you going to be more oldest. specific than that? 
coldest and coldest. You're not gonna say it directly. I said Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. It, it might be AT and T. You're going out again. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. no. It, it, it shouldn't go out on that part. So now, nah. uh, proud, proud member of it. Yes, I'm an Alpha. Proud, proud, proud member. Yeah, but listen, Coop. I definitely enjoyed you. I know that we could talk all day. Um, however, I appreciate the audience for coming on. I appreciate you for being a Thank guest. You You've me. been amazing. Um, I appreciate the love. And of course, like I told everybody else, um, definitely tune in um, <clears throat> with Talks with Vern. Of course, if you want to be a guest on Talks with Vern, you can definitely click on the link that's going across on the screen at the bottom and fill out a podcast request form. And hey, if you want Coop back, then you fill out a podcast form as well. Pick a topic and then just put we want Coop. And Coop, I'm sure he'll come back. He'll come anytime. Yeah. You know, anytime. I, I have no problem saying yes to that, Brian. I don't have no problem saying yes to that. But you say no to everything else. <laughs> don't even, like, I'm not going to play with you. I have no problem saying that. But thank you. Uh, thank the audience. I really enjoyed this. And uh, it was a great opportunity. Somebody said, ooh. Somebody a Delta. Listen. I wouldn't know nothing about a child. She said, ooh, ooh. I'm like, what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I just know whore. We go in army terms, whore. That's yeah. all I know. Whore. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> she most definitely built it with that. I know what it, I, I can see that. Definitely enjoyed all. I don't know all nothing about it. Don't know nothing about it. But it's all love. I ain't even gonna act like I know how to throw up a sign because I don't. You shouldn't. <laughs> but y'all, we have definitely enjoyed you guys. Thanks for tuning in. It's been real. It's been live. Um, and hey, share the live. Feel free to comment. Definitely can hit us up with any questions and stuff and request, as I said, with the link below. All right. Until then, next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See ya.